not supposed to say two or one. No, you you don't say one. No, it's two and one. No, number. I say two. They don't say two, but I say two. All right. Well, hopefully, we're, well, I'm sure we're, you, you can sync this up. Uh, <laughs> it's harder than you think. Yeah, well, also, I couldn't see you. Because I had the Audacity screen, I couldn't see you go one, so I just Well, missed. that's dumb. <laughs> you want to start over? No. Uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, well, do you want to do you want to start over or uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll sync it somehow. Okay. All right. Uh, All right, well let's let's do this. All right. On one we both say boop, okay? Okay. So let me Well, first off, let me delete this. Uh, no, no. Wait. What did you delete? Well, record, I'm recording right now. You want me to stop it? I know. Are you still recording? No. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm creating a, a sync point. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. Right. So, okay. Now, we're just going to say boop okay. on one. Okay? Okay. So, on one, three, right. two, boop. Okay? Okay. Okay, ready? Three, two, boop. boop. You missed it. Uh, not according to mine. I was following your count. Well, you were like half a second later. I said boop, and then you said boop. Well, it's probably your So that's connection. the problem. No, it's well, your not connection. Because mine is like spot on. Yours is delayed. <clears throat> no. Well, we'll figure it out later. Let's just do the damage. All right. <laughs> no, you ready? Okay, I'll say three, two, one, boop. Okay? okay? Ready? Three... Two, one, boop. See, so you relate again. I'm saying it the exact same time you're saying it. <laughs> well, maybe it'll maybe it'll sync up when I put the two tracks together. Because right now it's not. Well, anyhow, let's just. Because I say I go boop, and then you go boop. boop. I'm literally <laughs> saying it the exact same time you were saying it. Well. This is it's because your your connection sucks. No, it's because my connection's faster than yours. No, it's not. It's slower because it's it's so long it's taking it for it to get through. All right. Well, anyhow. Okay, so we're we should be synced up now. All right, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the normal show. <clears throat> I'm uh, one of your hosts, Jeremiah. I'm Caleb. Uh, and. Should we? What should we start with today? Because well, there's there's, there's there's a little bit. Um, okay. Well, football's back. That's one thing. Yeah. And uh, you know whether you believe it should be back or not. Yeah. I you know I I remember something being wrong with the world. Mm -hmm. But now that I watched a full day of football, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I think something about uh, beer, Corona. I don't know. Uh, the li limes? We're out of limes? Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're lime, running out lime of limes? Just, no, yeah. Uh, well, no, because uh, I know, yeah, the bear, I know, like, there's a big deal, that, like, of uh, restaurants and bars that have the patio showing the Bears game uh, here in Chicago. Like, they were, a lot of them were advertising that just to get people to, you know, butts and seats, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, but it's all there's no audience there, correct? It's or the well, stadiums are empty. Well, most most stadiums are, but uh, on Thursday night, Kansas City had sta uh, audience, had an audience, and um, today, 
uh, I forget who, but there was one other team that had an audience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm hoping Seattle, maybe I I can't remember if it was Seattle or not, but I'm assuming they're socially distancing. Uh, I hope they are. (laughs) Well, you would think they're, they just limited the capacity. So, um, whether, whether that equals social distancing or not, I, and you think they would have like certain places kind of blocked off where it's like okay you know you can't this group can't well and probably no more than i know like for a long time it was no more than 10 people uh in a group you know <laughs> so i don't know if they are still doing that yeah i don't know anyway so now and and college was yesterday they had college games yesterday but yeah. so i guess the world's back to normal now yeah. Oh, yeah. We we've uh, we've turned the corner, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that uh, maniac, uh, buffoon, clown, unfunny clown I might <laughs> said the other day. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so you have been obsessed with what you're wanting to talk about uh, well, tonight. We can talk about that at the end. I think that well, that's better at the end. Well, no, I'm just mentioning all of this. You you've I, all week you've been saying we need to talk about this and this. Oh, that. Oh, I need the yes. I was like the jerk from uh, yeah. you know, Steve Martin, the jerk. I need. Yeah, this. I don't. I don't want to talk about anything else. Oh, we gotta talk about that. Yes. Well, I mean, should we talk about? Uh, should we talk about the death first, or do we want to save that one? Well, let's later? yes. Let's get death out of the way. Okay. So, if you if you were a uh, Game of Thrones fan, a a a Bond, uh, a, you know, a classic Bond movie fan, or you know an Avengers TV show, not the uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, fan, you probably were a little heartbroken uh, uh, this week because actress Diana Rigg uh, passed away, I believe, was she 84 or 82? I don't know. Who, By the way, who was she in Game of Thrones? I missed her. Uh, she was like, I, th- I never watched the show, but I know like she was some like queen. I did. I did. But, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait. Okay. Well, the only the only queen that I think of that was old enough was uh, the Mart. No, not the Martells. The one that Natalie Dormer was like her grandma or something. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> or I mean, vice versa. She was Natalie Dormer's grandma. Um, let me look here. Oh, let's see here. Diana Rig. Uh, so yeah, she like was the, she was eighty two. Um, the Martells in, or something. In Game of yeah, in Game of Thrones, she was um, Olina Tur- Olina Terrell. Terrell, Terrell. Olena Olena Terrell Tyrell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. She was yeah. she was the one that poisoned Joffrey. If you. Good. I think. <laughs> Good. Someone needed to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, spoilers. But uh, but, uh, but yeah, this is what she looked like. I'm showing you this picture. This is what she looked okay, like wait. on the show. Let me hold on. Let me minimize audacity here. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she was on yeah. Game of Thrones, but she was also on. Uh, she was famously she was in. Um, you know, like kind of what is regarded as not like everybody's least favorite Bond movie. Um, in Her Majesty's Secret Service. She's the on, only on her was, Majesty's. Yeah, on her on her Majesty's. On her Majesty's. Get it right, Jeremiah. Forgive me. You know, it's the one that no one likes. 
Um, but uh, she famously was the uh, she played uh, uh, Tracy, and then she is the um, only Bond girl that James Bond ever marries. Yeah, and then <laughs> she dies like five <laughs> seconds later. At the end, yeah, Blofeld shoot like, means to means I think to shoot James, but then accidentally shoots her. Um, and then uh, and yeah, and and of course she was Emma Peel. Or the original Emma Peel on the Avengers the, TV show, yeah. you know, and everybody, and like she was kind of a, she was kind of that, that movie or, yeah. that, or that show kind of made her like a, a sex symbol overnight for the '60s. You well, know? and I mean, I don't know who we need to say this to, but the Avengers show is not the Avengers yes. Marvel and, show. And that's, it's the, I, and that's what I mentioned, yeah, as I mentioned before, the Avengers, not Marvel, uh, the Avengers TV show, yeah, not Marvel's the Avengers, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it was about it was sort of like a British uh, spot, like sort of like over the top spy show. Yeah, I mean, um, it kind of influenced like Get Smart. Yeah, a little uh, bit, but it was, you know. But it was more, but it wasn't meant to like Get Smart was meant to be sort of like a parody. Whereas well, this one was supposed to right, be but it was like a guy spy and a girl spy. Yeah, and then and then so that's kind of where Girl uh, Get Smart got that mm-hmm. that uh, dynamic. Yes. Dynamic, yeah. But um, it was serious, more like Mission Impossible. Yeah, and I mean, like, and of course, like there, there would be some like sort of over the top villains and stuff. But it was kind of like, imagine if, um, like, Adam West Batman was less campy. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of what it was. Um, but uh, also, she was in one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and I think it's a personal favorite of yours as well, uh, Theater of Blood. <laughs> Butch knows best. New t- yeah, so Nimbus <laughs> Vincent Price plays like uh, a Shakespearean actor who kills him, who, who they think kills himself, and then he comes because his, all these critics just kind of get together and just tear him apart, and and then he comes back and starts killing all these all these critics as Shakespearean <laughs> characters, and Diana Rigg plays his daughter in it and there's this whole there's this scene in which diana rigg is like you know dressed in drag where she's dressed up like some biker looking dude with a big fu manchu mustache (laughs) and uh and and uh vincent price is supposed to be this gay hairstylist he's got this huge orange afro and he said, my name's Butch. Butch knows this. Yeah, like he's hooking up electrodes to this lady who thinks that, oh, this is just some weird perm that I'm getting. And she's like, what are these? And he goes, no, nutty, nutty, no touching. Butch knows best. <laughs> and uh, I've... I forget where you could. It was on Netflix, and I think for the longest time it was also just available on YouTube. Like you could watch it illegally on YouTube. But if you get a chance, it is a it is a fine work of a fine work of horror. And <laughs> Vince, and it was it was actually Vincent Price's favorite horror movie that he ever did. So fun little fun little tidbit there. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's too good to be true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so also, and unfortunately I don't know too much about this guy, but, uh, Toots Herbert, who was, I guess, a a really big influence on reggae and ska, uh, passed away at 77. Um, oh, oh, crap. 
just realized I didn't say what Diana Rigg died of. What was it? No. Have they disclosed it yet? Um, uh, it was a broken heart. Oh, actually, oh, surprisingly, cancer. So, oh. which, you know, yeah, I figured it would be like old age or something, but no, that sucks. Yeah. Cancer got, um, oh, and here's something interesting. Her birthday was my birthday. So, I mean, granted, hmm. many years in between, but, uh, but yeah, she was also July 20th. She died um, so that you could live. Yes. <laughs> I hope you're uh, happy. But yeah, uh, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually very, very, very content uh, right now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Diana Rigg, um, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, died cancer at 82, but leaves behind a pretty, pretty decent body of work. Um, check it out. Um, and then, as I said, the other one was. Uh, uh, music, a, a guy who was big in the music community. Unfortunately, like I said, like I really hadn't heard too much about him, but uh, he's apparently somebody who really, you know, influenced a lot of other, you know, influenced a lot of other bands and was used a lot. And, uh, and uh, he was a guy that was in. Uh, uh, let me start. Let me start over. Good, good lord, I had a brain fart. I think I'm having a seizure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he was I a guy. Who, what's that? I smell toast. Oh yeah, yeah, or a, or a stroke. Not even a, I don't even know what to call it. Um, but uh, a guy by the name of uh, Toots Herbert, who uh, was seventy-seven. He uh, he died at seventy-seven. Of let's see if they even and apparently they haven't even disclosed. Uh, mm. so, you know, because it ha it happened just two days ago, so they haven't disclosed what he died of. But. He was a guy who was very big uh, in the um, reggae and ska uh, uh, music. Or in the, uh, what the f am I trying to say here? He was really big in like the, the reggae and ska scene. That's what I'm trying to say. You're going to have a really fun time editing that. Uh, <laughs> I'll just leave it in and show people how stupid Dude. you are. Uh, <laughs> You're too okay. stupid to speak your mouth. We ain't going to tell you. But, uh, but no, so Toots Herbert was really big in like the, the ska and reggae scene. Um, uh, he had apparently influenced a lot of various, uh, various other, uh, uh, musicians and apparently leaves behind a, a fairly long legacy. I'm even just looking at, uh, like his, his filmography right now on, um, on IMDb and it looks like he's, he's on a lot of soundtracks. Like he was on Gross Point Blank, uh, Club Dread, Repo Men. Um, and yeah, he, yeah, he apparently, he did a lot of, he, he, did, he was, like, apparently a lot of, uh, filmmakers loved his music, because I'm just trying to see, like, specifically which songs, uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, apparently he even made one, uh, one of his songs got into the Peanuts movie, so, um, you know, it's another one that. I wish I knew, I, you know, I wish I knew more about him so I could talk more extensively about him, <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I had my ska reggae phase and it kind of came and went, so, uh, but, and honestly though, uh, rest in peace. Mine, uh, mine was better than yours. Oh, well, <laughs> was it ska, all, all I can think of is, <laughs> is, uh, 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 delocated <laughs> yeah. ska-themed bar mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> delocated. De Barbados. 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 
Actually, no, she's from Barbados, and she says Barbados. <laughs> it's Barbados. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, I was going to say, what have you been watching as far as, uh, as far as, uh, you know, uh, TV shows and stuff like that? You've been watching uh, nothing. No, I haven't. It's been a while since I've watched yeah. anything. I keep wanting to, but then, um, I am exhausted from the day, so I fall asleep at night. Yeah. And then I wake up and go to bed. And no, don't you go to work? <laughs> no, I wake up, go to bed, and then wake up and go to work. Ah. Uh, I was. Uh, well, there are some shows out there that you should definitely check out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I say that I've been saying this the last few times. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country just keeps getting better and better um and i'm noticing now that it is kind of getting some publicity um because you know it's you know it, it's kind of fitting with the, it's it's one of those things where and i forget if we talked about this last time but it just seems strange to me that these were shows that were in development long before all the stuff that's going on in the real world has, has transpired you know involving invar- involving kind of like uh, race and inequality and all that stuff and and it's they're so poignant to watch now and it's using actual historical things that happen like horrible things that actually happen and practices like there's a thing where um, in like the, I think the episode before last where you know a, a, a black uh, uh, one of the characters, the uh, Journey Smollett's character, buys this uh, sort of boarding house for black people in on like the north side of Chicago, which is predominantly white. And people just start like parking cars in front of the in front of the house, and like you know, you know, white people start parking cars in front of the house and uh, tying bricks to the horns so that it's like a nonstop. Like the horns are just going off nonstop, and they can't, you know, disengage them. Mm. And it's just like, God, people actually did this crap. And it's just like, it's you know, it's just it, it's a real it's a real eye opener, especially if you're somebody like us who, you know, weren't taught like you know like like for example like the thing the whole thing in Watchmen. Uh, you know, you and I grew up in Oklahoma, and the whole time we grew up in Oklahoma, we never heard of the, you know, Tulsa race massacre. Uh That was, that was something they never taught in schools because, you know, it was, it was purposefully suppressed. Um, and yeah, and it's just like Lovecraft country is that same thing. And oddly enough, the, uh, you know, the thing is that apparently it's the book that it was, uh, that, that it's based off of was written by a white dude who was just, really interested in showing yeah this is just horrible stuff that was done to people <laughs> you know um so yeah if you uh, for those of you who haven't seen it i totally recommend that show um it uh yeah it's really good uh by all means uh check it out uh if you have uh, you, you have hbo or hbo max it's a really good show and i don't like i don't want to say too much about it because you know, I don't want to don't want to give too many spoilers away, but if you're if you're someone who's into you know horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, it is right up your alley. So, um, 
and Caleb walked away. He probably thinks I'm still talking about stuff, but I'm just going to let him edit this part out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where he I have no idea where he's going. Oh, apparently he's blowing his nose. I hope that, I really hope that made it on the recording. And anyhow, so, uh, yeah, as I was talking about, <laughs> by the way, I did acknowledge you walked away. So. Okay. Well, my allergies are bad, so I'm blowing my nose. Yeah. Okay, but, um, uh, other shows. I'm back. But, uh, but to, so, so other shows that are really, I would say, kind of give a try. Um, did you ever see season one of The Boys? No. Okay. Gotta gotta get around to it. Yeah. Um, so the boys is a TV show. It's based off of a uh, Garth Ennis comic book, and I believe it's Derek it Derek Robinson. Or if only I had the if only I had one close by. Jeremiah just walked away right now. Yeah. It's uh, so it's based off of a comic book created by uh, Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson. And it's sort of like, basically like, what if a superhero, like the premise is what if superheroes didn't have a moral compass? You know, <laughs> it's like, then like, like, how would you stop them? And the boys which is, are... I mean, which is yeah. kind of based on the Watchmen a little bit, but not really. But the thing is, though, it's like, for the most part, like, like Dr. Manhattan wasn't purposely killing... Innocent, like, like going out of his way to kill innocent people. Um, whereas with this one, it's just like, you know, like, and, and, and trying to dom, like, it's not like Dr. Manhattan was trying to dominate, uh, humanity. Uh, he, he just had no interest in it, essentially. Yeah, but, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Ozymandias. Yeah, but his, he... but his idea, but his, like, weird <laughs> twisted thing was, uh, it, it was more motivated to benefit mankind. Like, in his own twisted way, he was trying to benefit mankind. Whereas Homelander is just like, imagine if Donald Trump had superpowers. <laughs> so I think that's the best way to kind of describe it. Imagine a sociopath who can just basically just, just does whatever he wants, you know, doesn't care. Um, and so yeah. the, the, ter- you know, the, the title of The Boys, yeah. it comes from uh, this group, these, this group of people who... Uh, essentially, we're all victims in one way or another of collateral damage by a superhero attack. Um, like the, one of the main guys, Huey, uh, who whose likeness Lewis. in the comics. Oh no, it's his name's Wee Huey, but his, his likeness <laughs> uh, likeness in the comics was based off of Simon Pegg. Um, and for years, they wanted him to uh, to play Huey, but I guess like unfortunately he. By the time they, by the time the show got into, into development, he was far too old to be playing Huey because you know he's he's in his fifties now, which is hard to believe, I know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, um, and so as a reference to that, they actually have uh, Huey's dad being played by Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, yeah and that's and, the fifth time you've mentioned that. But it's it's it's. Good news every time. What on the show or? Huh? Yeah. yeah I have not talked it. about the boys. Have, have I talked yeah. about the boys on the show? At like every show, basically. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Every no, show I didn't. you talk about the boys. No, I didn't. Well, good. You can just edit this out. Uh, <laughs> but, 
Anyhow. No, I'll keep it in to show everybody what a dink you are. Uh, but it's not like I listen to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow. Um, uh, uh, but what was I saying? Uh, but yeah, so they're... You know, uh, the differences, there are some, like, pretty significant differences, though, between the comic book and the, um, and the show. Uh, in the comic book, they actually are using this stuff called Compound V, so, like, so that they can have an equal footing to where, like, they can, they literally will go out and inject themselves with this stuff and fight super, and fight the superheroes whenever they get out of line, whereas in the tv show it's more like they're kind of working with like a shoe it's like them working with a shoestring budget like the 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 actual the boys uh where like they're trying to you know they don't have any superpowers with with the exception of uh karen um fugiyama's character um and uh and they're basically like trying to you know they're they're trying to kind of like do things a lot more covertly as opposed to just like going out in the street and beat them up but uh but no, it's almost any scene with Homelander on that show, especially the second season, is just jaw dropping. <laughs> it's just like God, like. Imagine, I it, well, I saw in the promo where he like does a laser swath of a crowd or yeah. something. Well, that was just... that, so that was actually in season. That's in season one. Um, there is a scene where there a, a terror, a, a group of terrorists. Um, basically sees uh, an air an, an airplane like a, a jet and, and uh he he and queen Maeve, who's supposed to be like the wonder woman type character go up there and they go on board and, and like he um you know he sees the you know they're they're the terrorists are in front of the are in front of the uh, uh cockpit and he uses his heat vision to like cut them in half but he uses too much of it and it goes through the cockpit and kills the pilots and destroys all the, the controls and he just goes well nothing we can do here <laughs> all these innocent people are yeah. like going like wait well you got it and even Queen Mave's like we, we have to try and save them he's like he's like come on how are we going to save them there's no way like, structurally I can't he was like I can't hold this thing up structurally it'll fall apart you know <laughs> which is the kind of the thing where everybody sees Superman like oh look at him he's holding up that jet it's like no like that thing would like you know the the way that that thing is designed the weight distribution there's no way superman could keep could keep a falling plane intact well sure he can because his powers work on willpower alone like he just wills himself to fly and he flies oh well that's how his power works well in in the real world (laughs) so he would will the plane to hold together while he lands it gently on the ground that is a great story It will, that's, but unfortunately, that's Superman lore. It will not work in like in a rule, in, you know, in like in, in 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 physics, it will not work. <laughs> but, um, but anyhow, and so yeah, so Homelander basically, like, basically says, "All right, we're leaving." And there's a thing where where like a, like a mom is like handing handing Queen Maeve her daughter, like, "Please save my daughter." And then like, and Homelander's like, "Nope, back away." You know, and then like he threat like they, when they all kind of try to rush him, he his heat vision kind of starts heating up. He's like, basically says, "Get the f away," or "Get the f away," and yells at him. Like, and so yeah, they just let everybody die. And and there's even a thing they they've introduced a new character uh, this season who's even worse than him, where it's basically implying that she's a Nazi, um, like like a literal Nazi. <laughs> And, uh, because there's a scene in which, 
um, they're pursuing what in season one what they did they distributed the compound like the because they you know the the hero or like the the magnificent seven or whatever they're called the hero group uh, some of them are like yeah we need to have a, we got to have an arch villain you know we got to have somebody that'll really like you know test us or whatever and so they start literally sending all these different terrorist organizations compound V like anonymously so that they'll they'll give it to like they'll give it to somebody and basically create a super terrorist and that gives them oh uh, you know an enemy to fight or whatever and um, and so and the pursuit of one of these super terrorists who happens to be Asian there's a thing where, where you know she says uh, come here you 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 know <laughs> a word that a word a term that I won't use um, doing Thank you. having having to do with his skin color um, if you you know, I'll let you figure it out. And then, like, there's while pursuing him, uh, like, there's this apart. Like, she ends up in this apartment complex where most of the tenants are black. And when she just looks at them, she just kills them. You know, <laughs> so it's just because they're oh, they're black. You know, and it's it's a really messed up scene. And I mean, that's kind of I mean, that's the whole point of that book and and the show itself is just like, how can we get even more messed up? <laughs> but it's still it's still a fun it's still a fun show to watch uh very entertaining you know it's the same people that did um uh preacher like the same showrunners um seth rogan and um evan um goldberg yes evan goldberg um but yeah so definitely i say catch up with that Something that I literally just uh, watched before um, uh, before we, we recorded this is a new show on HBO Max called Raised by Wolves, uh, and it's a Ridley Scott show. And I was telling you about it beforehand. Uh, if you like uh, 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 you know stuff like like, like Blade Runner, and uh, or even and if you like say like The Jungle Book or Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Imagine if those things were kind of put together and and, and merged into, into one story, because it's really interesting. It's kind of about uh, you know, like I said, I've only seen the first episode, but what I'm what I can gather is uh, there's there's these two androids that land on this planet, and they have like there's they're they're implying that there was some uh, big civil war that happened on Earth that basically has made humanity an endangered species. And so these androids uh, were, you know, were headed to this planet and they had these embryos that, you know, these, uh, you know, these, these embryos, like, I think it was like 12 embryos uh, so that they could start life on this other planet. And of course they crash and they end up only getting half of them. And, uh, and through the process, like, and they're they, raised by wolves. Yeah, well, those the wolves are the androids, essentially. <laughs> and, uh, and so the guy, the guy with the messed up face, is he? What is he? Uh, he's actually that's a whole other thing. That that's that is actually the guy that you're talking about. The guy from uh, Vikings. <clears throat> yeah, the one that they always show every time the preview yeah. comes on. Yeah, uh, he is act well. Like he's he's part of like this other organization that was like it was it was sort of like a Noah's Ark type thing. It's like it's basically sort of like religious extremists 
versus like, which are like which is what he is like he's part of a group that are like these religious extremists and then the androids who are atheists so it's sort of like uh, like otters yeah <laughs> yes but it's sort of like well no no wolves <laughs> but no because it's basically about like these two extremes like atheism and extremism <laughs> and uh and how like they uh, and how like there's this you know out of out of the six kids that they saved only one of them survives and he's named after the androids they named him after the androids creator um and it's basically kind of like Perhaps like he, there. It's almost like implying that perhaps he is a sort of a chosen one, prophet type character, and and yeah, like, and you know, like we're we're whenever the um, extremists find out that he's on this planet, and they find out like, oh wait, he was, you know, like it, this this is this part of some prophecy, blah 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 blah, and then and then the um, uh, the mother or, or the or, well the the two androids. There's a man and a woman android, and one is called mother, one is called father. Uh, hmm. Mother Original. is starting. Well, that's just what they call them. But mother <laughs> is starting to break down, and and when she, and the thing is, though, like when an an, apparently when an android breaks down, it starts becoming psychotic, and they're kind of implying and like it's just like subtle hints where it's like I see what you're doing here. Like whenever, like occasionally, like white stuff will come out of her mouth, and it kind of looks like the stuff from uh, Alien. Bishop, yeah, from Alien. Yeah, like, or or um, God, not Bishop, but uh. Uh, Ash, yeah, uh, from from the first Alien. So I'm, it, it more than likely, since it's Ridley Scott, it probably does take place in that world, <laughs> but like, but far, far in the like, like. Well, yeah, imagine... like instead of aliens, it's like some other story, but yeah. the same kind of androids. Yeah, well, and same, cause, yeah, because yeah, and uh, and there's this thing that like whenever, like when she starts to break down, like like the white foam will come out of her, like, like the white stuff comes out of her mouth, and it's like, oh. It's kind of like it's 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 kind of like representing foam, like her her foaming at the mouth, like she's got rabies, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, like uh, and so like you know, I was like, oh, that's that's actually kind of an interesting interesting way to show that there, Mister Scott, uh, but but yeah, and 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 it's like I said, it's a really good story. Like I said, if you're really into Ridley Scott and. Um, and you're into like you know just just that idea of you know like, and like the Blade Runner world and, and you know because he always says that Blade Runner alien and aliens are supposed to be like the same universe, um, so it, it just seems to me that like yeah like this is that this is that universe but like uh, probably like hundreds of thousands of years into the future because like at the, at this point humanity has basically destroyed itself <laughs> with, the, with the exception of the people who are on that arc. And the kids that are uh, that are um, uh, being raised by that android. So yeah, so check it out. And I guess that one is only available on 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 the on the app, the uh, the HBO Max app. It's not actually on HBO. Mm. So it's the only way you can see it. Well, I guess I won't watch it then, because well. Just do the trial. Well, wait. Well, wait. Do, do what I'm doing with the boys. Uh, find out when the last episode is, and then time it out to where you're gonna have that free trial throughout the entire <laughs> run of that show or that season. Yeah. Well, I have to watch several things. Yeah. Um, is um, Barry Barry coming back? Well, I mean, 
Where's that? Probably not anytime soon because I don't know. I don't think they. I mean, I'm sure they're planning on it, but they, uh, you know, it's COVID has kind of thrown a wrench in uh, filming. There's shows. A lot of so filming, yeah. Even, I mean, I doubt they even uh, started resumed filming. You know, so I'm sure everything. I'm sure that well, they're they're getting a lot of good writing in then. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm assuming there's a season that's probably written. It just hasn't been uh, filmed yet. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but no, um, there was also, like, something else I saw that was pretty good. It's also on, I think it's, or it's on HBO. It's, um, did you ever hear about Action Park in New Jersey? Oh, well, I've seen the thing, they call it Class Action Park. Yeah, that's, that's, because Class Action uh, Park, because they called it that, and that's the name of the documentary. Uh, because so many, there were so many uh, injuries and deaths that happened at that. One, it was just like a really, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's a, it was a water park slash uh, go kart park, um, and like it, it just seemed like, like stuff was just sort of thrown together, and it kind of was because the the guy who owned it was kind of a shady, it was a shady dude, and like, well, you know, to the point where that place was uninsured. Like it did not have any ins- it did not have liability insurance and in order to in order to, 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 to be open you have to have that so what that guy did was create a fake liability insurance like thing out of the Cayman Islands which was not real and and he then used that fake business to launder money <laughs> like, like, so yeah the guy was a pretty pretty shady character and um, and and yeah, like they, uh, you know, they talked about how there was this slide that had like a essentially you you'd go down it and like there'd be like a 360 loop that you would go you'd go all the way up and around and they talked about how you couldn't be you had to you had to be a certain build like you couldn't be too big but you couldn't you know because you'd get stuck and you couldn't be too small because otherwise you wouldn't have the momentum to, <laughs> to make it all the way build. yeah. And, uh, and they talked about how the first, uh, how like, you know, what he would do to, to test the ride, like whenever, you know, they talked about how he, he threw these uh, test dummies down there and every one of the test dummies ended up being like, just like messed up, after, like just like, you know, all contorted after being in there. And then, so, then after they kind of made a few corrections, he then, like what he would do, and this is kind of messed up, he would uh, offer just employees who work there, he's like, hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you go down this slide and test it for me and he's like they did that like at first the first couple times they did that this is how kids were missing their teeth like it just knocked their teeth out and then then after they kind of made like they're like okay and then they try to make some correction on on like the water pressure or whatever and um and then they uh then after that they noticed oh man these kids are coming out with like lesions on like like scrapes and lesions and stuff on them well, how's that happening well then they there's a i guess there was a trap door that they like on the top of the loop where they could open it up and find and just kind of look and see what's going on and they saw teeth from like those kids who got their teeth knocked out like stuck in the padding and that was oh, wow. people as they were going through it and and yeah so it's just like and this this thing was in business like through, through like the uh, mid 70s to the mid 90s and like so for nearly it's like for like 20 years this damn thing was in business and and yeah like is it like anytime and it's kind of messed up because they interview this lady whose son 
literally died uh, from because like they're on like the go kart side. There was this thing called the, I think it's called it was something like the uh, pine tree uh, cross or something like that, where it's basically this, there was this downhill thing where you'd be riding on a sled, like a like a on like a concrete um, on, like, on like a concrete slide. And you were supposed to brake, but a lot of the times they talked about how the braking mechanisms on these sleds, they didn't work. And, um, and they had, like, they had, like, the surrounding stuff was kind of dangerous. Because, like, what inevitably happened to this kid was, because there was, like, there was a bunch of rocks. Like, like, some large rocks that were on the course. And he tried to use the braking mechanism, and it didn't work. And so he went flying, and he, he landed headfirst into one of the rocks. And mm. it basically made... it made him brain dead and then he eventually he eventually died and the, and the guy apparently like the the mother who they interviewed said like he never even he never even called he never he never even called to apologize he never offered anything any sort of condolence like he just didn't care you know it's like it's like jesus and wow yeah and apparently like, they would just keep they, they would just keep happening like there was a apparently a kayak ride that were like in order to simulate the rapids uh, in a kayak, there were these underwater fans, and they were not grounded properly, and so like they would electrocute people, and they electrocuted a bunch of people too, and it's just like, good lord, and, yeah, and the guy. Well, you can see him. you can see how uh, lax the legal system was. Yeah. In the seventies through the nineties, and and people are like, oh, people are so litigious these days. It's like, well. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, and obviously. Like, and the, and the, and here's the messed up thing is that that dude's strategy. They talk about like that dude's strategy because he knew he didn't have liability insurance. He would just, but he had a lot of money. So what he would do, he would just basically just drag the court case because he knew like a lot of these people they don't have the money to keep going to court, and I do. And so he would just drag the cases out until they gave up. And that's so screwed up whenever you think about it because it's like. Good lord, there was, you know, these are like kids. Not like kids are getting injured. Like kids were, kids were dying. Like apparently, they they would have people drown in the wave pool or, or, or the wave pool, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, and they talked about how, like even lifeguards, it was they had a hard time uh, seeing if like you know uh, seeing if, if anybody had drowned in the wave pool because there was a weird combination, you know, because the water would become murky because of a weird combination of. Um, there was some like runoff that there, it was getting from like from a lake or something like, or, or a nearby a nearby hill, uh, plus like uh, people you know peeing in it you know, <laughs> and then also the, the just so many people getting bloodied in it <laughs> like getting scrapes and shit and like the blood actually made the water murky, and mm. yeah it's like it's a it's a really fascinating documentary and they interview a bunch of like. There's several uh, stand-up comedians that they talked to, who were who grew up in the New Jersey area, and they talk about like their experiences when they were kids, uh, going there. And I'm trying to remember, like one of them was a girl from uh, Newsreaders. Um, what was her name? Uh, let's see here, class. Let's see here, class action park. Um, to, you know, I know you know her. Oh, um, Allison Becker. Remember her? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So it's like her and um, uh, Chris uh, Gerthard. Uh, is it Gerthard? So it uh, Geth- Gethard. Gethard. Yeah, Chris Gethard. 
like the two of them like would talk about oh yeah and just like how like how they couldn't even believe that like people were doing like they, they, they're like yeah it was one of those things that was excited you'd be excited to go but good lord that like how like how could a place like that exist <laughs> and and yeah i mean like i said that's if you get a chance check it out it's really it's a it's a really good documentary um it's only like i think an hour and a half but but yeah just uh, like they talked about how that that guy how uh how um he was he was associated with trump and of course how, yeah yeah well it was the 80s so yeah and how uh he was like originally trump had even kind of thought about investing in that park and then the guy then like when the guy talked to him and told him his ideas for it even trump was kind of like yeah this is kind of insane so that should give you some perspective <laughs> of how you know crazy this dude was oh uh, and inevitably though what essentially uh was his downfall was one of his partners was one like you know a guy who was he was a wall street guy who wasn't really who, who clearly was not doing the like like uh what's the word here um uh, was not doing ethical um uh, practices uh and uh the uh, scc closed in on him and that inevitably shut down shut him down and that then when they shut him down it led them to the dude who ran the park and that that was pretty much the end of action uh, of uh, uh, action park <laughs> but but yeah uh as i said uh was there anything else before i, I, I tell well you, you keep that? wanting to bring up this kennedy Lincoln thing yeah. that I yeah. heard about in high school. Yeah. Well, I don't, I just think it's a really I think it's a really interesting uh I, I think it's just a really interesting comparison sort of conspiracy thing about how uh the similarities between the two. Like uh, cuz I was actually I was listening to a humorist uh his name is uh Joseph Robert Briggs um and he actually brought up some interesting points so he basically said you know you know both like like, like certain things that are just kind of eerily similar like say for example that uh kennedy's uh secretary was named lincoln well at the same time lincoln's secretary was named kennedy um and then uh there was other stuff like how they were both uh you know they were both assassinated by southerners um who who both had three names um I believe I'm trying to remember all the details. Uh, like, I think it was like they were also, um, you know, they were they were assassinated within I think the first hundred days of their of of that of the term that they had been elected to, um, and then you know they they were also there there were certain other aspects too. Like I think my favorite one though is how a week before uh, uh, Lincoln was shot. He had visited, or, or he had, um, I think he was in, uh, where was it? What city was it? Oh, he was in um, Monroe, Maryland. So he was in Monroe, Maryland. And then a week before, that's the whole reason I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> a week before Kennedy was killed, he was in Maryland, Monroe. <laughs> Uh, 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 now uh, you. See, had I, I, I knew more of it weeks past. I knew more details. <laughs> but yeah, 
And I don't know if you caught it, Joseph Robert Briggs, because it's Joe Bob Briggs. It was a joke he told. <laughs> well, no, but see, this is that is a real thing that I heard yeah. about in high school that wasn't yeah. a joke. It, but whether it was true, any of it was true or not, I don't yeah. know. But no, no, and actually, no, and like they have kind of they've kind of proven that yeah, they 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 had a there were some weird eerie similarities between the two of them. Um, and uh, and yeah, I know, and it is it is if in all seriousness, uh, people are interested in it. Look it up. It's kind of it's I, I, don't, I don't really think it's so much a conspiracy as it is just like a really weird coincidence. <laughs> You know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> this is probably the most. You you uh you finished that joke the way you finish your little Johnny little jokes. Johnny joke. Oh, if you can only <laughs> tell that. Unfortunately, that's a visual joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But the legend of little Johnny. Oh yeah. And his, was and his art his art project. <laughs> <laughs> my dad bending over to pick up the soap in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, well, you know, we do have a YouTube channel. Maybe we could throw it up over there and we send do? it out. I didn't even know we had one. <laughs> yeah, we I've created one at the start of all this, but we just yeah. have never had reason to use it. So maybe yeah. you'll have to break out your little Johnny oh, yeah, story and put it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I'm sure... Whoever then actually came up with the joke will be upset. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's one of those things like, where did that start? Who knows? Yeah. It just kind of passes yeah, from. Just in general, like, where, where did little Johnny jokes come from? Because it's, it's always yeah. about, you know, little Johnny is this little foul mouthed kid who always yeah. gets himself in the trouble. I, I always love the, the alphabet. Uh, the alphabet joke. I can't really say it here because yeah. it, has, it has blue language in it. Well, I mean, like, you know, we're not claiming to have invented this joke, but yeah. part the the reason to put it up on YouTube is just your uh, ability or inability to tell the joke. I've gotten better. <laughs> Straight at it. faced. I've, I've gotten better at it <laughs> because in. I remember when you were trying to do it in the green room at Oklahoma yeah. State. Like, and, and, well, uh, and everybody's eyes were on me, and that was the hard part. Like, but you were, you were just like, little Johnny. <laughs> little Johnny. <laughs> little Johnny. <laughs> and by the time it got to the end, everybody was like, oh, oh my the God. Reason, the reason why is because everybody was like looking at me like, oh, man, this is going to be epic. And I was just laughing because I'm like, it's gonna be a guy like it's gonna be a boy. Well, don't I mean don't you know yeah. don't spoil it for yeah. those who haven't heard of Little Johnny. <laughs> Little Johnny joke. That you that you gotta run to our YouTube and oh, but, and it's one that they can tell a friend, <laughs> and it's an art project too. I can't wait to see. <laughs> I can't wait to teach that one to my youngest nephew and niece. <laughs> Where did you learn this? And, oh, and that would be the best part because they'd go, you know, like my sister-in-law would probably see it and go, where did you learn this? And they go, oh, Uncle Maya taught us it. And they'd go, Jeremiah, where did you, why did you do this? Goes, well, because their father taught me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was afraid the tradition wouldn't get passed down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're running up against it. 
So um, we'll we'll have to coordinate how to get that up on YouTube and uh, yeah, figure we'll figure but, it out and we'll get back to you folks. Yeah. Fine folks out there I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you're all yeah, waiting. I know, I know that five of, the five of you are just hanging on every word right now. <laughs> like, when are they gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But um. But yeah. Um. My watch beat. Uh. Also, because you know, I, I signed up for Prime. I've been watching a lot more of the. Uh. uh riff track stuff and there's one i don't know if you've seen yeah i've got a whole bunch of them saved i just can't get through them all uh pressure point have you seen that one i don't i i've got a bunch of them saved on there that one's probably on there yeah because there's a thing on there where it's like whoever apparently the, the star of it is also the guy who wrote it and he looks he's just like this really schlubby looking dude who's like got a receding like curly receding hairline and like he's supposed to be some badass cia guy and it's just like <laughs> kind of like zap roundstower yeah like let me see if i can find the guy here uh show you a picture of it uh where was it uh pressure point Pressure points, 1997. Yeah, and it's got Steve Rails back in it. Uh, you know who Steve Rails back is, don't you? Who's that? He played, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Charles Manson in Helter Skelter. Mm. He was really popular. Like he, had a, he had a, actually, prior to that, he actually had kind of an up-and-coming career, but it was that they talked about how the the Manson role kind of killed his career because I guess he just did it too well. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. I'm just looking up on Prime Pressure Point Prime Video. Pressure. Pressure. Yeah, so it's like, a, it's that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do have that one saved. Yeah. I was starting to watch it, and yeah, it's just ridiculous, because it's like... He's, he, he's, like, he's like a weird mix between Nicolas Cage and Bill, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Like... But, yeah. I'm like he's all, but he's just like the most unsuave looking dude ever, but he tries to be like, oh, I'm this, I'm this uh, CIA hitman guy, and I'm yeah. slipping in, in and out of places. <laughs> This like ridiculous snowmobile chase that he's in. <laughs> oh, I you can tell they filmed it on a budget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But anyhow. Um. But yeah, pressure point. <laughs> oh. But anyways, um, I guess that's probably, I guess it's a good place to stop, uh, unless yep. you can think of anything. Nope. All right. Uh, well, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this show, um, this, or this, this discussion, I guess. Um, and uh, remember, if you like what we do, um, you know, just remember to like, 
Oh, you didn't say it. <laughs> I said it in my head. Oh. Uh, subscribe. And most importantly, share. Rate. No, share. Great. Important. Share. Oh, come on, Caleb. It's more important <laughs> to share. And do you believe in sharing this podcast? If you could turn back time, you would have said, right to when I said like. <laughs> oh. Yep. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. <laughs> but anyhow. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, like, subscribe, and share. There we go. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Talk to you later. Later.